Hello everyone, welcome back to Twisted Manor. Today, you might notice there is a voice missing. My wife is uh, unavailable for this episode. My current job sucks because they just hijacked my, uh, my schedule and my wife is working 6 to 6 every day and they're making me work like 4 to midnight. Um, so yeah, I'm very upset with my job right now because that is not the agreement we made when I was hired on. So I'm really sorry, but this week... Uh, Emily won't be here for this episode, but uh, after this week, you know, I, I'm quitting my job, so I will, uh, we should be able to remain on the same schedule from now on. Today, though, I wanted to do a Campfire Stories Part 2, because it's exactly what we did when Emily was gone the first time for her military training. I think it'll be a lot of fun, and uh, this is actually a requested Campfire Story. Uh, I actually work with one of our fans, and he was telling me about a story about a man named Charlie Ping. So we looked him up. It is a local Utah urban legend. It is very interesting, and uh, turns out the entire county of which this ghost lives in is extremely haunted. And I found a page describing how creepy this county can be. So uh, it's uh, Tueli County local ghost stories that are sure to send chills down your spine just in time for Halloween. So, I know it's not Halloween yet, <laughs> but this page, you know, exists year-round, so we'll read it. Everybody loves a good ghost story, and believe it or not, Twilly County is home to numerous stories that can make even the most cynical person think twice about believing in ghosts. Some stories have become a part of Twilly County's culture. Think of the old Twilly Hospital that's now been turned into a haunted Halloween attraction while others are very personal to those who live in houses they know to be haunted. This is the story of Charlie Ping. The story of a headless ghost who wanders the Stockton Cemetery at night was printed in the transcript bulletin on October 13, 1978. Although the article's only evidence of ghosts comes from the nameless sources, the story of the headless ghost known by many as Charlie Ping is a sad tale of a heroic and tragic death that's been romanticized over the years. Charlie Ping's untimely demise is supposed to have taken place in the 1800s. Charlie, who was said to be an immigrant worker from China, worked on the railroad when it was being built through Stockton. One day, his wife was bringing his lunch to him. For some unexplained reason, she was walking on the tracks when a train was coming. Charlie could see that she was going to be hit, and he tried to save her. The grisly result was that both were killed and Charlie lost his head. The story goes on to say that Charlie's wife was buried in the Stockton Cemetery, but Charlie's grave is nowhere to be found. However, legend says if you visit the cemetery at night, and you happen to be near Charlie's wife's grave, Charlie will appear and begin looking for his head up and down the railroad tracks. Charlie only appears after 10.30pm and before midnight, because he's afraid of the trains that pass through before and after those times. According to the article, many people have seen the ghost. They say he appears as yellow-orange light that resembles nothing modern but looks exactly as an old-fashioned lantern would look. If flashlights or car lights are played on the location, the ghost disappears, the light sinking into the ground and rising again when the lights are turned off. So that was the tale of Charlie Ping, or Peen. Maybe we'll make some Charlie Peen shirts. So thank you, listener, our special listener who uh, suggested this story. I think we're going to move on to another story, also from Tuella County, and this is A Haunting in Lake Point. Lake Point resident Travis Parkinson, 19, 
said since moving into his newly built home on Canyon Road with his parents and siblings four years ago, he's experienced a lot of ghostly activity. Before his family began building their home, they found a few things that made Parkinson believe his home was built on an old pioneer home or road. When we were building our house, we found a potato cellar in our backyard, and also there was a bunch of rocks in our yard when they dug the foundation. We think that's because pioneers had a road going through the property. Parkinson said he knew his house was haunted right away. Before his family even moved in, he went to check on the builder's progress. He heard the pantry door in the kitchen open and slam shut, but no one else was in the house with him. After moving in, he, along with a couple of other older siblings, frequently hear loud, heavy footsteps in places where nobody was. I used to have the bedroom next to the staircase, and at night I'd wake up to the noise of someone sprinting down the stairs, he said. I'd look out the stairs, but no one in the house was ever awake. Although these kinds of occurrences happen often, Parkinson said nothing has been creepier than what happened to him a year ago this month. Parkinson was having a sleepover with a friend in the room he shares with his younger brother. In their room, they have a bunk bed on one side and a twin bed on the other. His friend was sleeping in the twin bed while Parkinson was sleeping on the bottom bunk of the bunk bed. I was asleep, but I woke up to someone walking into the room, he said. I thought it was my little brother, so I ignored it. Then I felt a footstep onto my bed to climb onto the top bunk. I was irritated because I thought it was my brother. Above me, it felt like someone was crawling around the bed. So I opened my eyes and someone in a white nightgown with long curly blonde hair and a big nose and their head bent over and was looking at me from the top bunk. Ooh, I, f I fucking hate doing these episodes alone. <laughs> this is the first time I'm reading any of this shit. Fuck you. I'm s <laughs> I have goosebumps. This is super creepy. Parkinson said he panicked and yelled to his friend to turn the bedroom light on. When the lights turned on, no one was in the top bunk, but his friend told him he, too, had heard someone walk into the room. Parkinson said he still he still isn't sure if the ghost was a boy or a girl. He hasn't seen it again, but now it's become one of his most vivid memories. Ugh. That was fucking creepy. I think that's good. What do you guys think? Two campfire stories? Ugh. I'm, I'm currently shirtless sitting in a chair with no back. And, uh... I feel like someone's just going to reach out and, and grab my back. And uh, you guys might be wondering why I'm shirtless. It's because I got a new chest tattoo. Uh, my wife and I just celebrated our anniversary. We went out and got some tattoos. And uh, mine has ghosts on it because I'm, I'm super dope. And uh, maybe we'll make that the thumbnail for this episode, my tattoo, so you can see the cool ghosts. Anyway, I think we're going to leave it there for this episode. Something short and sweet till Emily gets back. But thank you guys so much for listening. It's been a pleasure, and thank you again, faithful viewer, for uh, suggesting the Charlie Peen episode, and <laughs> I'll see you guys in the next episode of Twisted Manor.